0: to our fall extravaganza. Oh, wait, this is Bad on Paper podcast. And I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm
1: Grace Atwood. And we have the... This is like one of my favorite episodes we've ever done because we really... We always make an outline for everything we do. And this just went so far off the rails and just turned into us interrogating Olivia about all things fall.
0: Did you wake up this morning and say to yourself, you know what? I would really like to hear some women... Talk about candles for an hour.
1: Specifically Bath and Body Works. Because this is the episode for you. No, I swear I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard. We, I feel like we need to make Olivia our third co-host.
0: Seriously, like if one of us is out sick or traveling, we can just like tap
1: her in. Yeah, we'll just have her come on. She was a fantastic guest. She is so funny. She's just a joy.
0: Yeah, she's our fall correspondent.
1: Yeah. So
0: before we get into that conversation, today's episode is brought to you by Knight, the makers of our all time favorite pillow, and now our favorite face mask. So we'll tell you more about it later in the episode. But if you would like to take twenty percent off your order, you can use code BOP20 at discovernight.com. Yes, do it. Becca, how are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I think um current me is stressed for future me. I'm in my head. Yeah. So, okay, I'll, so my high, I'll just get into it. So my high was that we had a
1: sorority house dinner party on Sunday night. Hosted by you, which Hosted is one me. of my highs. The She made Grossi Pelosi's eggplant parm, and let me just hype Becca up for a minute. It was amazing. It was good. It was hard work. <laughs>
0: I would not necessarily make it again knowing how much effort it was. Yeah. However, it was delicious. The leftovers are even better. Do you still have leftovers?
1: Well, I froze some. Yeah. Because she made a big one for us that we maybe ate like 30% of. Yeah. I sent Rachel home with a ton. And then she made a little one, too. Yeah. I feel like you're eating eggplant for the rest of the month.
0: No, I, I, I had it a couple more times, but the rest was in the freezer
1: for oh, later. Oh, perfect.
0: But we had this sorority house dinner party to welcome Rachel to Brooklyn. She, doesn't, night. Live, she doesn't live in the sorority house, but um, she lives down the street. So yes. she's an honorary member. Yeah. Uh I I was She lives off campus. She lives off campus. She has <laughs> off campus housing. I was concerned that Grace was going to make her eat a goldfish. If you know, you know. What? Not the cracker. I I
1: would never. Ew. That I is I haven't done that in 20 years. Grace Atwood don't you lie on this podcast, that is absolutely something you would do. I have not done that in 20 years. Well,
0: I haven't been drunk in a while either. I was going to say, if you were drinking, you would 100% come up there like guns blazing with a goldfish and be like, eat it.
1: Yeah, I had an upset stomach and it was Sunday night and this is a busy work week, so I did not drink at dinner. No. But if I had been drunk, that might have happened. But I haven't eaten a live goldfish in over 20 years. This was just college grace. But she doesn't regret it. I don't regret it. Anyway.
0: A story for another day. If you've listened to the podcast for a long time, you know. So my high was the Sorority House dinner party. And I hope my high next week is, so Rom-Com Pod season two launches on Monday, October 12th. So when this goes live, it'll be out. Episode one and two will be live. Um, So I hope
1: my high is that it's going really well.
0: But it's also my low because I'm really nervous about it.
1: We're in such a similar spot because tomorrow my drop collection launches. And like, let me tell you, I did not sleep last night. I was running through every bad situation because they bought so much more fabric than the last one. So I'm like, what if nobody buys it? What if they're stuck with all this leopard fabric? What if they hate me? Um, what if people are overnight to gown dresses? It's Just so funny because things. I'm so confident in yours. We And I'm so confident plans. in yours.
0: We have plans tomorrow night. We have Ashley and Reina from Girls Gotta Eat and Grace was like, well, I don't know if I can go because my Amazon collection goes live and like, what if I, what if I'm like still dealing with that? And I was like, Grace, it's going to sell in an
1: hour. Like you're going to be long since done. No, I, I don't know. I, I, I hope it doesn't sell out in an hour because I want people to be able to buy it if they want it, but I hope that it doesn't not sell out.
0: I'm just really nervous. I think it's going to sell out in an hour. Well, I guess we'll we'll know next week. We'll know both of us. <laughs> we'll, you in the future listening know what happened, and we don't. So yeah,
1: we're both a little
0: stressed.
1: What's your high? My high was – um. so for my birthday, Alex was like, what do you want? And I was like, I want a ride to New Jersey because um, Alex has a car. And um, one of my favorite, favorite artists in the world is this woman, Catherine Howe. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw my stories from the show. I also put her in last Monday's blog post. But she – I saw, found her work at a gallery in Connecticut with my friend Nick. We were um, He brought me out there because he knew how much I love art, and his really good friend had had a gallery opening. And off to the side, like not a part of the main exhibit, was Catherine's work. And they were like very abstract, but for the first collection she used like Molten metal with oil paint and acrylic. And it was just so magical. And I was very convinced that the molten gold blob in the middle of my painting was a cat holding a lollipop. And I was just like, that's amazing. And the guys were both like, Grace, that's not a cat. Like, that is just a beautiful abstract painting. So flash forward, I put it on my Instagram. It's like, I found this artist I really love. This was like three years ago. And she responds immediately and is like, it is a cat, but it's holding a flower. Not a lollipop. And so we've become like internet friends. And I like she's represented by the Winston Watcher. I think it's called gallery in in the city. And so I'd always go to her openings there. Um, I got to meet up with her um, at her studio in the city. Anyways, her new stuff came out, which is a product of quarantine. And it's fantastic. She did these tantric flower paintings on silk. And so there are, like, these beautiful, really colorful, like, blobs of paint. And they're flowers. But, like, they're, again, very abstract. And it came out of her being bored in quarantine and wanting to try something different. And just the the show was so good. It was just at this really small little gallery in Montclair, New Jersey. But it was so good to see her. It was good to, like, just take a little break and have a fun field trip. And I ended up buying myself one of the silk paintings. It's, Where is it? It's still in the show. So it's it oh, stays at the okay. show. I think the, so if you guys are if any of you are in Montclair, New Jersey or nearby, I highly recommend going. Go visit Grace's painting. Go see my painting. It's at the Gold, Gold Schofilia Gallery. And the owner of the gallery, Jen, is so nice. Um, I just, like, loved her. Like, she's like, uh, don't worry. Like, I'll I'll connect you to my framer because it is silk, so you can't touch it or it'll get a brown spot. Um, like, not immediately, but over time. So she's helping me frame it. And then she said she'll bring it to me in Williamsburg. That's so nice. It was just, like, so nice. And I'm so excited for my new painting. Like, you know, when you see something on Instagram, I also was like, I don't know if I can afford this. Like I was like stalking the paintings and like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And in, and it's really reasonable. So I did buy one. But I was like, we might be going to see something really expensive. We might be buying art today. I don't know.
0: And it all worked out.
1: Yeah. So that was a real high. I just I'm such a fan of her work. You guys should all follow her on Instagram. I'm like hyping her up so hard. But, you know, she's an amazing female artist and I feel like it's really important to support the arts whenever we can what about on the low front I don't have a real low except Amazon drop anxiety I am so nervous about it Um, I personally think this collection is better than the summer collection if I'm being like harsh I don't think the summer collection was a collection it had like elements like there was the red leopard and there was the green leopard but you couldn't style obviously you don't wear red and green together unless you want to look like a Christmas tree but um, I feel like all of these pieces, you can wear them together. You can wear them separately. I think it's just – I personally think it's really strong. And that's all I can do, right, is just create something I really like. Yeah. You just don't know. And it's kind of like you with rom pods. You created the best possible products you can make. And now you just have to see if other people like it. now we wait. And now we wait, which I'm not great at doing. I think I'll be having wine tonight. Well, we're also... It's the debate tonight. Yeah, the VP debate is tonight. So, yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: Let's get away from our anxiety and into our soothing fall snark fest with... Olivia
1: yes also guys just pull up bath and body works website right now save yourself the trouble they're not a sponsor I wish they were they should have sponsored this episode they got
0: so much free advertising why would they sponsor
1: this (laughs) so we are so excited to have our friend Olivia mentor with us today Olivia is a writer, editor, and digital content creator who's living her freelancing dream and teaching others how to do the same. And if you were at our Philadelphia Live show, she was one of our guests. We're so excited to have her... On the regular podcast today. She is a graduate of the University of Florida. She lived in New York, um, working at Bustle as a fashion and beauty editor until 2019, when she decided to pursue full time freelance life. I met Olivia at an event with Christy Brinkley a few years ago, and you were so funny. Oh my funny. gosh, yes. And my friend Alex <laughs> and I were like stalking your Instagram stories because they were just so hilarious. But that kind of – I think that brings me to the next point about Olivia is she has the best Instagram stories ever. She lives with her fiancé, Jake, and her dog, Winnie, in Philly. But the Instagram stories that her and Jake create around – tipsy makeup, sometimes he does her makeup, tipsy skincare, or the very, very important Bath & Body Works candle review, which is kind of the impetus behind this episode because so many of you guys were asking for fall this and fall that, and like Becca and I don't really change much based on the change of seasons, so we thought we would bring in our very own fall expert, Olivia. Welcome to our fall correspondent. Yes. Thanks I wish for you having could... me,
2: guys. I'm very honored and flattered that people associate fall and apparently just getting drunk and doing things on social media. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to be here.
0: I need you to know, listener, that Olivia has come. She is like fall <laughs> as fuck right now. She has ghosts on her sweater. She's wearing uh, like a fisherman sweater with ghosts on it. She has a fire in the background. She's wearing like a rust-colored beanie,
2: like... She's giving major fall vibes. Yes. We picked right. I really leaned into it for the episode. I, but this is just me usually. But I like went extra hard today.
0: So before we get into your fall qualifications, I mean, maybe let's talk generally about you. So we introduced you. But can you give us the, the Olivia Mentor highlights? Like in your own words, who are you and what do you do? outside of loving fall sure
2: first of all thank you guys for pronouncing my last name correctly
0: i only know that because very with, rare <laughs> i only know that because we asked you in philly
2: yeah um because
0: i live in fear of introducing somebody wrong on stage in the podcast I we mean, can correct thanks it. for asking
2: Yeah. yeah i mean i never correct anyone just because like i don't blame anyone but um but yeah, a little about me. Um, I'm a freelance writer. I was an editor in New York, like you said, for four years. Um, I do some stuff on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the, the boring stuff, I guess. Um, and I post a lot about candles and fall and I write about those things, too. So it all kind of intersects. And yeah, it's fun. Olivia, what's your favorite thing about fall? Uh, I mean, such a loaded question, Grace, but <laughs> <laughs> starting with the, the hard balls. Um, it's hard shot, ball shots fired. <laughs> um, my favorite thing, I don't know. I think honestly, my favorite thing about fall and, and winter is just I really enjoy a new season. Like, it feels very refreshing. Like, you get to kind of restart in a way, and it's very crisp. And also, I grew up in Florida where there are like, it's like the only season is like just humidity and like pain and sweating. So, I think I appreciate it extra more because I never had it growing up. But Oh,
0: yeah. Wait. So are you specifically a fall enthusiast or are you just any new season? Like, are you slutty for new seasons? Uh,
2: I'm, I like could care. I don't care about spring. Like, oh, okay. who, who cares about spring? Like, what? I like that like first warm spring, I love spring day. But other than that, I'm like flowers and whatever. It's fine. Fall and but spring specifically are specifically fall.
0: Okay. okay. Did you ever get your makeup done by a Mary Kay lady? Do you know what your coloring is? Are you a fall? I don't think so. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's like... What are you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I remember like Mary Kay ladies, you're a little younger than us, but like in the 80s or early 90s, like the Mary Kay lady would like have this swatch booklet and like hold things up to you. And then you would have like you were either a fall, winter, summer, or spring, and that dictated what colors you should wear and like what kind of makeup you should wear. I think it's basically just like your undertones and your your like hair color and eye color. I don't know I'm, what I. Am. I don't.
2: I would like to think that I'm a fall, but I'm probably not. I think but you I, might
0: be a summer. I think a lot of blondes are summers. Oh, I feel okay. like somebody who knows this is going to like DM us and tell us what you are. So we'll just wait for that. Like, oh, why great, do the I'm work? Excited.
2: It's like a horoscope, but not at all.
1: It's wait, like your color horoscope. Yeah. Wait, Olivia, like how it. do you feel about pumpkin spice lattes? it's fall
2: you know I appreciate like I appreciate the love of them I I think I'm more just like I just like a warm beverage and I yeah. think the fancier it gets like the you don't need all the extra stuff I think I have like one a year and it's fine
1: yeah but I think I'm it's, not like
2: there on August 14th or whatever day they come out
1: it's too much but I had to ask yeah. because that's like what like I feel like that's like the iconic drink of fall do you like them becca no i i really don't like them yeah i don't like pumpkin
0: pie i don't like pumpkin flavored things we're the worst fall people i just wow. can't do a sweet drink like you guys
2: i feel i thought thought this was a safe space and it I is a safe like space like you're a fall correspondent you're fall so correspondent. we're taking
0: we're taking your lead on all things fall but like if you ask me my fall opinions you might not like them
2: That's fine. I mean, you know what? Honestly, I'm not a huge pumpkin. I will eat pumpkin flavored things and drink them and I like them and I'll make them. But like, I would rather have something else if you gave me the choice. But I do feel kind of like defensive of them because I feel like the pumpkin spice latte is like used as like, yo, you like a pumpkin spice latte? Like, how dare you? And I'm like, let them have their pumpkin spice lattes.
1: Oh, I feel like it's bad to not like them. Like, I feel like I'm judged. Like, people are like, you don't like that? What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, I
2: mean, I feel like everything on the internet is like, I yeah. So wait, but you have a point. Why are you a Grinch? A fall
0: Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to establish where you are in the fall spectrum. So like not so much on pumpkin spice lattes, um, but I know that you are very into fall decor. And this isn't even a lot of these questions are user submitted. This is like Becca submitted. I know that you're in a really weird Halloween Facebook group. So we're like, it's like Halloween decor your thing. I appreciate Halloween decor.
2: I'm not, I don't take any of it too seriously. I mean, says me who's wearing like a ghost, like fair isle (laughs) sweater right now. But I mean, I kind of, I just, I like a pumpkin. I like an orange, like rust color scheme. Um, But like, I'm not putting like seven foot tall skeletons all over my um, porch. However, people in this Facebook group I'm in um, are, and I just, I love the passion that people have for, the season for Halloween. The group is called All for Fall and Halloween. If anyone is interested, <laughs> um, all. For and I fall. found it. Yeah, All for Fall and Halloween. I call it. Alpha, how did you find which, this? Yeah, it actually all ties in because I found it because I was writing an article back when I was at working on a website about Bath and Body Works, the company, the candles, how people are obsessed with it, and so I joined a Bath and Body Works fan facebook group which is a very dark and special place <laughs> in oh, wow. the world. there's a lot of drama it's interesting but anyway so they shared about the all for fall and halloween and i joined and it's a very bizarre place but great <laughs> Wait, I have two follow
1: ups on this uh, around holiday decor. So first of all, I want your stance on fake spiders, like putting them. I'm seeing a lot of bloggers like in their beautiful all white homes and they have the fake spiders like crawling around the TV. Like this upsets me.
2: (laughs) How do you feel? Um, I'm not I'm not a fan of of spiders in general. I feel like. The people you're talking about are going for that because like they're very afraid to upset like the neutral all white. Yeah, it's like gray it's black color and white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where I'm like, it's fall, guys. Like can we work in some like foliage themed tones here? But um yeah, I-, I also like a lot of people have the bats. Yeah, the bats really upset me as well. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think I'm more bats than spiders, but in general I'm just I'm pretty classic. I'm like, I like a pumpkin, like I like like a randomly placed bale of hay. I like why is it there? (laughs) I don't know. Like I like a Porsche that has like forty thousand gourds. Like where did you get the gourds? I don't know. Wait,
1: that brings me to my next question. There Uh, there is is this
2: about Jess Ann Kirby who I
0: generally adore. No. But last year, did you see this? Did you guys see where she had
1: like all these pumpkins like her front door was unusable. So I asked her about that because I had questions and she said it's because she doesn't use the front door. She goes in through the back door. So the front doorstep is purely decorative. Hmm. But what I have. Yeah. To, I have <laughs> to, a lot of pumpkins. I have something I have to get off my chest. There is this new thing. In Dallas, I haven't seen it in New England yet, but there are services where for like a thousand dollars, they will come to your porch and outfit it in pumpkins and gourds and like all of the things. I mean, yeah. First of all, I live in New York, so I don't even know where I would go to buy pumpkins if I had like a
2: doorstep to put them on. But secondly, that's a lot of money. There's a market for this. There, yeah, there really is. I mean, I can never imagine doing that. And also, it's like. It's not that hard just to throw a bunch of, like, you know, autumnal things on your front porch and make it work. But, I mean, hey, get your money, I guess, people. Yeah. What, I mean, I'm all for works. a new business
1: idea. I just – I saw it and I was, like, first of all, I mean, I don't really like fall decor, so I couldn't imagine selling out for that. But I just had to ask you your opinion.
2: What I about- mean, I think it's, the ins- it's an Instagram, right? Like, people want to put their front porches on Instagram and – Hey, I'm yeah. all for it.
1: Yeah. What about black cats, Grace? <laughs> I love a black cat. Um, my cat is now walking across the dining table. Becca just put him up here. No, he um, came up also, on his I own. Just,
2: I just figured out that you guys are in the same room. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, we are. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's really trying to make Which love really, to my
2: microphone. He loves the really alarming. and all I was like, are they
0: looking at each other? And, and I was like, they
2: are. Yeah, wow, we are. Olivia. I was like, that mirror looks familiar. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. I put it together.
1: This is kind of interesting. He's never come up on the table before. So I don't think I feel great about black cats, but if I owned a black cat, like not as holiday decor, I would I would love the black cat.
2: all right, yeah, I mean I think I think there are two very different types of fall. there's the Halloween decor people who are like into the spookier spiders bats, and then there's like the fall, and I think I'm like on the spectrum of fall and Halloween i'm I'm more towards fall. okay, okay, I'm less Halloween. I don't know. You guys are not on the spectrum. <laughs>
1: We're not really on this. We're spring.
2: just waiting for spring. Yeah.
1: We're waiting for spring.
2: <laughs> okay, spring. I
1: mean, I, I like spring. But, I mean, I, I, I feel
0: like my seasonal affinity is to Christmas. So, like, I like Christmas decorations. I like Christmas movies. Same. I'm, I'm into Christmas as a mood, but, like, fall – I like fall weather, but, like, it doesn't yeah. really get me ex- hot and bothered.
1: I love fall weather. I will say that. But wait, it's we good. have to start – we have to get to the most important question of all of the questions that we got. Oh. The, the Bath and Body Works candle review. I got to tell you, I was having a very long day and I pulled up your story and I think it was like almost an hour long. Like I sat there and watched every single one of those of those reviews. I nearly ordered leaves and my best friend was like, please don't do that. You're not going to want it. What is the best <laughs> fall candle of all time? What is the scent of this episode, if you will? Yeah, I need to know what what this episode smells like. I mean,
0: I think it has to be leaves. I think. Can you can you talk more? Can about you describe leaves? leaves to me? Because I had a very different, I really want impression it. of what leaves was.
1: I want it, and my yeah, friends were so, like, "You're not going to like it."
2: I mean, you probably won't, just because you don't strike me as someone who just likes t- like to be have the very strong scent <laughs> in the house. I mean, it's. <laughs> The way I would describe it is like a crisp like fall day, and then like in the distance, you're like, "Is that an apple pie baking, perhaps?" And then you're like, "Oh, it is. So it's like there are hints of cinnamon, there are like lots of spicy notes. It's not too sweet, but you have a little fruitiness in there. It's just very like spicy and warm and comforting like It smells like it. nothing like an actual leaf. That was nothing. what is very confusing to me. So it has really nothing to
0: do with trees or Wait. no.
1: I have a follow up to that. Sorry, we're just like going completely off the outline. I'm going to buy leaves while we're talking. You buy me one, I'll you. Yeah. Okay. I need to buy I heard a th- rumor one that they're or getting two? rid of thing, by the scent. Buy two. Buy us both one. Um. So I need to know a recommendation. So my ideal room scent is sexy fireplace, like the Le Labo Santal 26 candle. This one by Durga, I'm holding it up to the screen. It's called Portable Fireplace. Smells incredible. Do okay. you have a Bath and Body Works recommendation for me?
2: Okay, so because I thought it would be I leaves, need get, I need to pull up the list. Leaves is not. I mean, it seems like you like like a little bit of like a smokier, I like smoky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so flannel is another one that is actually probably a little too strong for me, but um, I love it. Uh, and that to me sounds like a smokier, more like kind of masculine scent. Oh. Like I think. That sounds like something I'd like. Yeah. Like, will you you get me
1: flannel when you get me leaves? Uh, It's very
2: strong, though. You've been warned. Like, you want to burn it, like, three rooms from the actual room you're in. So it's great for New York City apartments is what you're telling me. Yeah, exactly. Great. (laughs) Put it outside the window and just, like, walk by every (laughs) time I do love it, though. Okay,
0: let's take a quick break from our convo to talk about night. So as you know, we're obsessed. We love the pillow. We love the eye mask for sleeping. We love the gold face mask, like the skincare face mask. And we are obsessed with their scrunchies. I'm wearing one right now. I'm
1: wearing the black one. I'm always wearing a scrunchie from them.
0: Everything they do is great. But most of all, their new silk face mask, like the breathing kind. I have so much trouble
1: I do Dude. differentiating
0: between like the... Skincare face mask and, like, the breathing face mask.
1: Try writing about skincare for a living because people are like, Grace, can you tell me some great black-owned face mask brands? And I'll, like, come up with a list. And they're like, oh, no. Other kind. Other kind. Other kind. So this brand was founded on using materials
0: that combine efficacy with beauty benefits. So, of course, their face mask is amazing. I have quite a collection of face masks at this point now that we're, like, solidly six months into quarantine Um, but these are hands down my favorite.
1: Yes. So I feel like I'm seeing a lot of people on Instagram complaining about maskne, and I have to tell you, I really believe that using a silk face mask is one of the best ways to prevent it. So the night face masks are made of 100% mulberry silk, which is really breathable. It's still protective, but it's also skin friendly. I have four of these, and they are among my absolute favorites. And since we're all going
0: to be masked up through the winter, I think it definitely makes sense to invest in a good one. So we already covered that this one won't irritate your skin, but it also has adjustable ear loops so that it fits snug and a nose clip so that you don't fog up your sunglasses with your breath, which
1: is so smart. Yes. And we just like that it's cute because, let's be honest, we do care about that. And these masks come in six amazing colors. So they come in emerald green, navy blue, pale pink, tan, black, gunmetal, and a limited edition cream.
0: So I love the navy one, but I think my favorite is still my first one, which was the pink one. You never forget your first. Never forget your first. The last thing I want to highlight is that Knight is a female-owned small business. So over the past year, I – or not the past year, but like within 2020, I've been trying to be more conscious about where I'm spending my money And I love that it's female-owned. I also love that for every mask purchase, they're donating five surgical masks to healthcare workers on the front lines of the COVID response. They've already donated 10,000 masks and counting. And quick note about washing the mask. It's so easy. I wash mine in the sink with the Laundress detergent. And if you wash it at night, it's dry by the morning because it's pretty small. So it's super, super easy.
1: I do the same exact thing. It's really, really easy. And like any makeup and stuff comes right out. And it makes it smell really good. It does. So if you want to grab a mask of your own, head to discovernight.com. Use code BOP20 to get 20% off your order. The code also works on everything else on their site. We did not talk about the pillow in this episode, which I cannot sleep without my pillow. It's hibernation season. It's hibernation season. It's the best pillow ever. If you're looking to make your home a little comfier, get that too. So again, go to discovernight.com and enter code BOP20 to take 20% off. Back to the episode. So we got a lot of Philly-based questions, and we just wanted to maybe spend like 10 minutes talking about Philly because you moved there. Um, What was it like moving to a city that you weren't so familiar with?
2: Um, I mean, it was kind of like I spent a year sort of hyping myself up to do it. So I was like, we're just gonna do it. And I also like changed careers sort of, so that kind of distracted me. Um, but I think mostly I was just really scared about having like FOMO from leaving New York and yeah. leaving my job. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's been really amazing. Like everything has been better than I could I mean, other than you know, like the trash fire, which has been twenty twenty. Yeah. Like other than that, it's been great. <laughs> um living in Philly, for sure.
1: What about making friends in this in, in a new city? Because that's always something that we get asked a lot about. Grace, I really appreciate you picking up the slack while Becca's, I search Becca's, the Bath & Body Works website. Becca's online shopping for candles for both of us. So I, I need am, to know. I'm, I'm asking the questions. Well,
0: wait. So when I I did a Q&A on my Instagram like a few months ago, and not a few months ago, like a month ago, and I mentioned you, Olivia, and I can't remember what the context was, and I mentioned the leaves thing. I, I think somebody asked me what my favorite fall candles were, and I was like, I don't know, but like Olivia Mentor likes leaves, so like do with that what you will. And like the amount of DMs that I got from like Leaves hype people.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say people who hate leaves, and I was like, No,
0: it was all like it. team leaves was like so intense about it. But then somebody described it and they were like, it's Apple, and I was like, Oh, this isn't what I thought, and I I, don't I got want distracted. Apple. But I just, I
2: need to know once and for all, I can't keep living like this, yeah. not knowing what leaves I mean, smells like. So I'm not an apple scent person. Like I'm not okay. like apple not pie put- does nothing for me. Like it's not fruity. It, it's just, it's more cinnamon than apple, if that makes sense. But there is like a hint of sweetness to the candle, yeah. which is apple. But okay, I think, I wish I had the candle with me because I would like read the notes, but let me see if I can find it somewhere eventually.
1: But what about making new friends? What advice oh, that. do you have
2: for, for our, our listeners? So yeah, I think you guys asked this in the live show too. And I was like, I don't have any friends. <laughs> you know, oh my god, like, you told I'm... that story about Lisa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my god. I gosh. forgot oh, about I this. i on her name. It's not, her name is not Lisa. <laughs> Wait, is it Lisa? Oh, my god. I Whatever. Yeah, I'm not good at making friends. I will say that. But I think it has been interesting during like uh, this year, I've kind of tried to find more people, at least on Instagram, that live in the area, and I've connected with some people that way. And it's kind of nice, even if like hanging out isn't that possible right now, to at least like see people that live in the city and maybe are involved in like influencer stuff or, or freelancing or whatever, and at least like have that connection where we live in the same place. Um, and honestly, I meet most my friends in general through Instagram, so I've kind of just tried to lean into that and like. Philly hashtags and, and finding like photographers to work with and all of that. So, yeah, but not great advice. <laughs> Wait, what I'm pretty bad at it.
0: What month did you move versus when did quarantine start?
2: Well, I moved. So I moved in March 2019. Oh, okay, okay. But um I think it took me like a year probably to like get settled, and then I was like, oh, I'm ready to like meet people, and it was like, the world is shutting down. Um, but
0: yeah. What have been your favorite – like, what are your favorite Philly recs? So I have not spent very much time in Philly. I came – I went to Philly for the first time a few years ago on the 4th of July, and then Grace and I had a live <laughs> show in Philly, and then I had a wedding in Philly last year. And every time I go to Philly, I'm like, why are, why isn't there more hype around Philly? Because it is so cute. It's so pretty. It has such a good up-and-coming food scene. Like, I like mm-hmm. everything about it. And I'm like, why don't I know more people who live in
2: Philly? Yeah. I mean, it, it, Philly is a great, great city. And honestly, I feel like we kind of lucked out cause I didn't, I had been there like once too, before we moved <laughs> maybe twice. Um, and yeah, I mean, so I live in South Philly, it's not super South Philly, but South Philly ish. Um, is that I where, love the area. Is that where the Fresh Prince lived? No, I think West Philadelphia, born and raised. Just. Oh yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, which is great too. No, 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 it's okay. It's one of my key references. (laughs) No, same. Honestly, that was like the extent of my Philly knowledge. But um, I mean, the great thing about Philly is it's kind of like New York in the sense of like there's tons of different neighborhoods that have totally different vibes, but all of it is more compact, so you can walk between neighborhoods really easily. And I live in South Philly near the street called Fourth Street, and there's tons of really cute shops and restaurants. And so that's usually my recommendation when people are towards my neighborhood, which is called Queen Village. But yeah, it's it's a wonderful city. I had some of the best tapas in my life at a restaurant in Philadelphia that I don't know the name of, but... Amada? But people go to tapas there all the time. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, I miss going to restaurants so much like indoors because Philly does have the most amazing food. But... I feel like we just need to get into fall.
1: Yeah, let's let's get into fall.
2: <laughs> Screw Philly <laughs> on to fall. I, I mean, I love Philly, but I'm always like, I don't know. I mean, I'm I never want to be like the person to talk about Philly because people who are from Philly know all the Philly things and I'm just like it's great. Come here. And yeah. That's it. Olivia,
1: what would you say that the best socially distanced fall activities are?
2: I would say and this is something that we just did last weekend Like, if you drive further north, if you're lucky enough to live near the northeast or New England, a fall drive through beautiful foliage and you have, like, your beverage of choice, doesn't have to be a pumpkin spice latte, like an iced coffee or Dunkin', whatever you want. Dunkin'. Um, (laughs) Dunkin'. You know, actually, I always think of you because I've started to like Dunkin' more than
1: it's so Starbucks. good. It's so good. And you know, people are always like, "What's your favorite Dunkin' beverage?" Like thinking I'm going to have some like sweet, delicious drink or something. I don't like sweet drinks. I get black iced coffee, like maybe a splash of cream.
2: Yeah, I their cold brew is good. It's good. I, I think I'm Starbucks a changed woman. I think Starbucks coffee always tastes slightly burnt. Yeah, yeah. Especially their iced less.
0: coffee. I think I will take watery Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee over, like, burnt-tasting Starbucks iced coffee any day.
2: Oh, yeah. same. I also feel like if I have, like, a large Starbucks cold brew, like, 30 minutes after, I'm, like, I feel as if I'm going to die. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's everything like taking... in my body is failing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, but like, too Duncan much. So you better. get the size of the beverage with the Dunkin', but, like, it's mostly water and flavor. And, like, you're like, oh, I feel fine.
2: I feel refreshed. It's good. I love it. The Dunkin' Near Us is, by the way, it's open from 4 a.m. to, I think, 11 p.m. And I just admire that because well, a lot like of work.
0: Well, I feel like people who work in trades who are up very early, like, they run on Dunkin', like, yeah. construction workers. <laughs>
2: yes, yes, it's
0: true. Teachers, like, early morning people like Dunkin'. Yeah, it's true. Have you seen I that? I feel like we just had, like, an ad. Have you seen that SNL sketch about Dunkin'? With Casey I don't Affleck, think so. I'll oh, yeah. send it to you. It's so funny. That does make sense <laughs> somehow. <laughs> and Casey he's Affleck. like getting in fights and duck. It's really funny. I anyway.
2: have to look it up. That sounds good. We
0: we really got off track here. We were Be talking sorry. about taking a fall drive, driving, taking <laughs> yeah. <hanging> a drive, <laughs> looking at the
2: leaves, <laughs> listening to a good playlist is another thing. Um, and yeah, we actually did that recently, and we made the mistake of like going on at peak time and so we were literally just like sat in traffic for i think like three hours we were going like one mile per hour it's this famous highway in new hampshire and i was like jake we have to go see the leaves he was like all right and it ended up being like a six hour detour it was supposed to be one hour anyway um maybe plan ahead and you know find some like off the beaten path drives what about a fall getaway?
1: Any advice there? I mean, I feel like that's kind of on par with a road trip, but do you have any favorite fall
2: spots? I mean, we're in Maine right now and it's the first time I've ever been been here and it's absolutely wonderful. I feel like no one else exists on the earth because we're just like staying near this lake. Actually, I think it's technically a pond, but um, there's no one around and there's canoes and leaves and it's really beautiful. So and not too expensive either. So, I've Main seen on your
1: stories. It looks awesome. Did you bring your candles with you?
2: I Yeah, I have one right next to me, actually. Which I just one? brought one. Which one made the um, jet? So I, I felt it was like a lot of pressure. And I was like, it's a lot of, like, we brought all our own food. So I was like, I can't bring 27 pounds of candles. Just like <laughs> Jake would judge me. Um, so I brought caramel pumpkin swirl, which I think Jake calls caramel pumpkin survival on the Instagram story. <laughs> I remember that. So, um, yeah, it's a sweeter one, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's burning right here. And then I bought another one from Homesick, which I don't know if you have any candles from them.
0: I have the holiday brought... one.
2: Oh. Do you like it? It's fine. <laughs> I have the – well, I I, feel like I figured I'd bring, like, a super sweet one, the Bath & Body Works one, and the other one is, like, apple picking, which is, like, really crisp and fresh. So
1: Now, does Bath & Body Works give you the candles, or do you did you actually buy them all?
2: So I bought like I think six, and then literally the same day those arrived, they sent me a press package with like twenty five of them. A girlfriend um, got that press mailer, and I was
1: like, I wonder if Olivia bought these because you seemed committed to the cause. So I wouldn't have been surprised if you
2: bought them. But, I mean, they're not cheap. At yeah, all, so mm-hmm. I could not buy. I mean, I no, I don't have that kind of. Spending. I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't know when this episode goes live. If this will still be true, but I just got them and they were two for twenty. For the single wick ones, oh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to invest in three wick until I know how I feel about leaves. Yeah,
2: I mean, single wick is a different candle experience, though. I, I know. I, I mean, if you got a mini one of leaves, at least you can test it out. But three wick is great. Don't touch you can my work candle to choices once you decide if you like them. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's what I, overwhelming.
0: That's what I need. I I tend to be a very picky candle person. I find some mm-hmm. smells just like really cloying. So, and I tend to find that cheap candles have that, like, I can't even describe it. It's not the smell of the candle. It's, like, the strength of the scent and, like, something that just, like, gives me a headache.
2: Oh, well, yeah. I would ease into it then. Yeah. (laughs) Bath and Body Works candles because they're intense.
0: Well, we're going to find out. I know you're not at home right now, but, like, if you were at home, what would be your fall decor plan? And, like, also, where are you buying fall decor where you're not spending a fortune?
2: for your house um so honestly every year I go to Trader Joe's and buy like what seems like 12,000 miniature pumpkins and then just like sprinkle them around my home um actually last year (laughs) last year I went there and I filled up my cart and it was like six inches deep of mini pumpkins in the Trader (laughs) Trader Joe's oh my god And it's like one like frozen soup dumplings 45 can or pumpkins (laughs) or whatever and someone was like, "Oh, are you a teacher?" And I was like, "No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just a person who really likes fall." And she just looked at me like, "Oh," and just like, you know, drove away in her car. But I mean, Trader Joe's is, is cheap, and they're good pumpkins, good quality pumpkins. And I just kind of put them everywhere. But um, and mums, I'm a big mums fan for the front porch, and that's that's pretty much it. Not too fancy. Okay. Sometimes like a banner that says something like "Happy Fall" or. Trick or treat, but that's about it. Okay. I'm not like a gather, live, laugh, live, laugh, fall. Live,
1: laugh, and fall?
2: Football, family, food, fall, fun. <laughs> I don't know. Not my thing, but sometimes a fun sign is nice. What's your perfect cozy fall Sunday afternoon? I would say making soup. I just really enjoy making a good soup. I love making, making soup, bread. Me Too, too. I mean, something about it is like it requires absolutely no effort or cooking prowess, and yet. It's always good. Yeah. Okay, everyone um, say
1: your your favorite kind of soup to make. Not at the same time, but oh, I have opinions. My favorite favorite Ooh. favorite? Well, I love all the Gwyneth Paltrow soups. There's Yours a broccoli is the oh, one. Glows. Mine's the Oshi oh, Glows tomato soup. It's so good. I have so many tomatoes and to- so much tomato paste. You need both of those things for making it because it was quarantine and I was like, "Well, I better buy a lot of this cuz like worst-case scenario, we can't get food and I can like make this tomato soup, and then, like,
2: it it was fine, and I didn't Wait, what makes it so good? Um, It's hard for me to imagine, like, a next-level tomato soup, because I'm like, tomatoes.
1: Yeah, what makes it so good is that – so I have a sensitive stomach, so a lot of things just make me not feel great, but this is – it's a vegan recipe, so she uses cashews and vegetable broth as the base, and – it tastes so creamy and rich and it's like you're eating it and you're like, this is going to make me sick later. And it doesn't because it's just like – it's just so creamy. So you like the feeling of something that is going to make you no, sick but doesn't. No. I like that. I just mean that it's so decadent and rich and usually when I eat something decadent and rich I'm like I'm probably Becca, get have sick you had later. it? You, you look very No, I'm, all. I'm allergic to cashews. So I have not oh, had
2: it and will not be experienced. Yeah. It's so, so it actually good. actually would make you feel sick. After. It would,
0: ironically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I'm not a ironically. vegan at all. But, but I'm, I this- I do like I mean, I really do like Hale and Hardy's Cream of tomato oh, with I've chicken and that. orzo soup. Like, mm-hmm. so I can imagine a next level tomato soup that has some cream in it yeah. that feels
2: decadent. Yeah. I love it. I've recently discovered adding heavy cream to things and my God, I feel like I'll never go back. Wait, what's I may f- feel like crap forever, but it's going to be great. What's your favorite kind of soup to make at home? So at home, I basically, it's kind of boring. I just make a lot of vegetable soup and I just always add a lot of apple cider vinegar because I'm obsessed with most things that have vinegar and then I like to like dip like a crusty bread in it and something Mm. about the bread and the vinegar and then the next day I'll add coconut cream to it and then it's like a creamy version and it's really good but a classic I'm all about the broccoli cheddar soup from Panera Mm. um, in a bread bowl and then also bread on the side so it's just a very healthy combination and very delicious
0: I feel like my favorite at home soup I make this soup that's white bean and sausage and kale soup and it's really Ooh, good.
2: That sounds really Kale good. Kale and soup is so good. It's so good. In general. Mm-hmm. I also
0: have a real soft spot for matzo ball soup. It's just like oh.
2: very comforting. Yeah. And I is. really like it. I've never dill. had that actually.
1: I oh. think it's a little dill too salty, but you know how I
2: am with salty, salty things.
1: Yeah. Grace buys low sodium soup. I do. I think it's
2: good. Oh, wow. I once had like – I got low-sodium broth by accident and I was like, dear God, it's like water. Yeah, I agree. A hint of something. You're not sure what it is. You're like unsure. You're not feeling good about it's it. It's like but.
1: soup-flavored lacroix. You're like, <laughs> So my favorite soup <laughs> exactly. that my mom makes is this amazing chicken and rice soup. But like growing up, she made it for us and never put a lot of salt in it. And I think you just gravitate towards the things you ate when you were younger. And so I love it. But I know that it's weird because I feel like – I don't season my food
2: as much as a lot of people do. Some people do it too much. I'm like, you haven't even tasted it. Why are you seasoning it? Yeah. I'm just like, stop being so aggressive. Like, calm down.
0: Okay. So your favorite, your fall afternoon, you're making
2: soup. What else are you doing on your cozy fall afternoon? Um, um I like to walk around Philly just kind of, it sounds really, I mean, it does sound kind of spooky, but J- Jake and I, there's this like old graveyard that's like by this old church and it's like Philly and it's cute and it sounds terrifying, but it's actually really cute and historic um hang out there for a little bit have some coffee probably watch football and so maybe I do need to sign this as food family football fun yeah so far blah, all blah. of the things you've described <laughs> are on that sign yeah oh gosh uh know thyself I guess but um maybe we'll make it for yeah you. Ooh. and then reading a book probably and watching a creepy documentary I guess is probably my perfect day you're and covering
0: a lot of ground well. on your
2: fall your yeah. fall sunday
1: <laughs> what's your Very favorite creepy fall
2: well i'm watching the nexium documentary right now on hbo i don't know if you, it's called the vow it's about oh i've heard of that those-
1: really good things
2: yeah it's i part of you is like how did you get in this call and part of you is like i love that you were stupid enough to get in this call and then you're like horrified at what they did anyway it's it's a lot but it's good any of the hbo true crime documentaries are great to be honest
1: um what are your favorite flannel shirt recommendations so specific.
2: This is so, this is so specific like for someone that grew up in Tampa, Florida. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like you should be asking like a Maine like lobsterman, not me, who grew up in Tampa. But um, L Bean does have a great one, I think. And I just got some from Old Navy that were pretty good. But again, I I'm no expert, but I, I just got a good those. one from Madewell. It's
1: really soft. Oh, nice. Yeah,
2: you need to. I don't like too thin or too thick flannel shirts. It's yeah, just happy medium.
1: It needs to be like that right texture, like enough drape. But, like, not thin.
2: Exactly. exactly. Otherwise, then
1: you're in a shacket. And I haven't gotten a shacket for fall yet, but I'm going to.
2: What is a shacket?
1: It's a shirt jacket. Um, do you follow J.C. Dupree makes- from <laughs> Damsel and Dior? She has a whole post about so. them. It's, hers is very cute. It's like buffalo check. And it's like a thick, thick shirt that you can wear as a jacket. Like think, oh. Think of, like, the thickest flannel shirt. It's like before. a
2: house coat kind of thing. But, no. But it looks
1: like a flannel shirt. <laughs> HM okay. has a lot, and they call them a shacket, so it's not even like we're all oh.
2: making up this term. Wow. I feel like you chose someone to interview about fall who doesn't even know what a shacket is, so I feel I feel <laughs> like a fraud.
1: <laughs> the shacket is very new.
0: So I don't have a flannel recommendation, but I would love it if on your way out of Maine you could stop at the L.L. Bean store in Kittery with the giant L.L. Bean boot outside of it. I just feel like that's very on brand.
2: I, I would love to, and I also actually just made like – one of my first L.L. Bean footwear purchases, which is the slipper boots. Oh, yeah. And I honestly, like truly, I was like, I'm going to Maine for 11 days. I need slipper boots. Absolutely. And now I'm like, I may never wear anything I on my feet I thought you were again.
1: there for a month. I don't know why I thought that.
2: I mean, it feels like a month and I've been here for three days. So <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I mean that in a good way, I think. But <laughs> I haven't seen anyone else basically at all. So we've talked about that we're eating soup in the fall what are we drinking what's your favorite like do you like a warm boozy beverage i do but like i don't like going through the effort of making it like i would rather make a soup than like a whatever brewed stewed wine what is it mold wine it's like wine and beef it's like i mean that that doesn't sound that bad yeah Yeah, I honestly am, I'm pretty boring. Jake will sometimes make old fashioned, but that's not really my thing either. But what about you guys? Do you have any recommendations? Um, I once a
0: year I like don't like any cocktails because they're all too sweet for me, but I'm really craving a bourbon and apple cider cocktail. Ooh. With like a cinnamon stick in it. I don't know what it is. We're going to make it. My friend Rachel and I are gonna make it tomorrow night and and watch the VP
2: debate. And that's the official drink of the VP debate, is going to be this like oh, bourbon apple thing. That's nice. You know, I bet there's a bourbon apple cinnamon candle out there somewhere with your name on it. I don't
0: think I oh, don't don't want like my apple. house to smell like that. No, I do like it. I so I really like this candle um from Brooklyn Candle Company called Apple Cider. And mm-hmm. it's like it's a good apple candle. Because my my in high school my favorite body lotion was Country Apple.
1: Oh, I used
2: to love Country <laughs> oh, yeah. Apple. Yeah, I, I was, was a Country Apple girl. Person. I liked
1: cucumber melon. I also liked cucumber melon. Oh,
2: cucumber yeah. melon is good. Yeah, it's
1: very
0: good. But or no freesia. cherry blossom I love people. No. Oh, freesia was mm. really strong. Yeah, I liked it though. <laughs> and now this episode has been
1: sponsored by Bath and Body Works. <laughs> I also
2: liked Gap Dream. I would take their advertising. Dollars. Oh yeah. I like scab. I have that blue Ralph Lauren spray. I don't Ralph Lauren. I don't know Ralph Lauren. Is that that how you say it? Polo blue. Yes. Yeah. It's. I can still smell it if I like close my eyes. But also sweet pea. Sweet Mm. pea is good. What
0: about fall baking? When are we baking this fall?
2: Honestly, I just want to bake bread. I'm not good at it. It like never looks like it should, yet it always tastes like bread or bread adjacent, and I love it. What about you guys?
0: I am not a big baker. I made my first apple pie last year.
2: I feel like you like apple more than you let on. So maybe leaves really is perfect for you. It could be. It really could be. We, we've come back to leaves again. Honestly, like the leaves. We should have just, I should have sent you some so you could have just had a live smell test. Did
1: Bath and Body Works ever get in touch with you after your reviews? So I would be so, so curious to see what they thought of that.
2: Yeah, so I actually, I've known their, like, PR team for, and, like, the people that work in-house for a pretty long time, okay. um, and so they've never, like, offered to pay me, because or- <laughs> they people like, were like, you, like, you should get commission, and they're not a reward style or anything, oh. but um, they sent me more Halloween candles, so I think they liked it. I think they're probably hesitant to, like, be associated with just, like, two drunken people. <laughs> They're based in Um, in their homes
1: yeah I feel like they're probably (laughs) a kind of conservative company
2: yeah they're based in Ohio um but one I have to share the story one time I don't know how this happened I'm still like wondering if it was just like a fever dream but one time when I was an editor one of their like PR things where they were like meet this PR rep for us at a store and you can buy whatever you want and I literally was like are you sure like is this are you sure and then I just bought like and I kept getting candles, and I was like, is this okay? And they are like, yeah, just get whatever you want. And I was like, this cannot be real. And so, How far did anyway, you push it? They, I, I think, I mean, it was, I will say it was probably more than 500 and less than $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> at Bath and Body Works. That's like a I'm whole part. I'm horrified to even admit it, but I literally think I blacked out at one point. Like, candle, 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 wallflower, wallflower, hand sanitizer, soap. I don't know. It was. Like, the best moment of my life, probably. And I was driving home in, like, an Uber, and I looked in the back, and I was like, what have I done? Like, it was it was intense. But anyway, so I love them forever, whether they send them to me or not. They're great. That's so funny. I was thinking, I
1: was like, I hope they're on reward style so she's making money from this, because I made sure I, like, swiped up on your
2: stories. Yeah, they're not. Well. <laughs> no? <laughs> But, you know, I'm still happy just to, I mean, that's a good thing. It's just like when you talk about something you really like, you're just like, yeah, I just want to spread the love and whatever happens.
0: Well, before we detour back to leaves, which I'm sure we'll come back to, (laughs) all roads lead to leaves. Um, Do you have any favorite fall themed books?
2: I, you know, I mean, I don't want to say that I like spooky books, but I don't really have any like I have like cold weather books. That what are I've your liked. cold weather books? So I like reading like thrillers, obviously when it's colder. I mean, all year round, but Always. I mean, I know you guys have read Verity, but Ugh. that's like for me the quintessential like it's cold outside and I read this book. Yes. Um,
1: are you a also rereader? This
2: book called I'm not. Oh, okay. At all, but there is one book called um, City of the Lost by Kelly Armstrong, which is this random book I don't even know how I came across it but I have read it twice and I love it and it's this weird thriller sort of supernatural and I don't like that kind of stuff but it's cold weather themed and I i love it do you have
0: spooky movie wrecks that you like like I would like them to subcategorize into scary and not scary
2: <laughs> I'm not really a scary movie person okay me I either like- because I don't, don't want don't, to accidentally yeah. watch yeah. something that's scary, so that's why I needed to yeah. have some I'm categories. like the person who's, like, Googling the plot on Wikipedia, like, as the movie's happening, so I can, like, be prepared for, like, the thing that jumps out or whatever. I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't know. Do you – I mean, I think there's the age-old, like, Halloween Town versus Hocus Pocus argument. I'm personally – I'm not a fan of Hocus Pocus, which may be controversial. What? I, I don't like it. I don't know why. What about Practical Magic? That's my I favorite. love Practical Magic because okay. that, like, town – Th- those yeah. are the fall vibes that I want to embody in every aspect of my life. The town and like the farmers market and the just yeah, I love it.
0: Has anyone watched Autumn in New York? That's a sad
2: one. No, with Winona Ryder and Richard Gere. You know, I think I have seen that many many years ago. It's a fall movie. Is it? Is it good? I don't have any. Memory it is of good, but it's sad. I've seen it. So go in that with fair warning that you're gonna cry. Okay, but uh, you know what? Now I do remember it. So, yeah, I'm not. I also like, kind of feel like you've got mail is a is a fall movie. That was on my list um, when I took a mental note when you guys sent me the questions. Um, have you guys watched any of the fall Hallmark movies, by any chance?
0: No, I heard they're making them, and I I am a sucker for a Hallmark movie, but I have not. I don't have cable, so I usually watch oh. them when I'm like visiting other people, which I'm obviously not doing right now because of COVID. <laughs> so. <laughs>
2: I, I'm, like, missing out. Have you watched them? I I don't, like, seek them out, but whenever they're on, I, like, find myself, like, watching it for, like, 12 hours straight, and I can't look away.
0: Oh, okay. And so you've watched I all was, of them?
2: Probably, yes, but... <laughs> <laughs> I you really, like, buried to, the lead there. <laughs> I was trying to figure out this one, so I was looking up, like, the names of them um, in preparation for this really important research, and I don't know if you guys have ever read the descriptions of any of them no actually okay pitch me um, pitch me so this one i found funny i actually haven't seen this one but a widowed surgeon visits her family's pear orchard in, <laughs> in hopes of taking a break from her overbooked life and reconnecting with her distant son she starts to fall for the farm manager will who is growing a new hybrid pear and teaches her the importance of her heritage Oh my and god. I just love that that exists. This hits in the world. all the notes. We have a busy,
0: overworked city woman who needs to learn the meaning of usually it's Christmas, but in this case it's fall. We have a man Vita who Paris. Yeah, we have a man who works in a trade. We have like a very specific food-based career. Like I feel like there's always some kind of like the Rosemary Festival. Like, I've never been oh, to yeah. like a very specific food-based festival.
2: Um, Fall it really, festival. It really hits all the An marks. orchard. We have a, a widow. A widow. There's always a widow or a widower and then like a child who's like, I need you to find love again. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot of layers. But anyway, I'm a sucker for any of that. I love it. What's that one called? Um, does it have a pear um, pun in the name? This one is called Harvest Love. Okay. There was another one called Love, Fall, and Order in which she falls in love with a lawyer, which I... Kind of
0: enjoy. I need to watch all of these and I'm not laughing at them. I'm laughing at myself because I will probably love them.
2: <laughs> when K- Claire goes home to save her dad's annual Fall Fest on her family's pumpkin farm, that's like Fall Fest and pumpkin farm, not just any farm, pumpkin farm. Sparks fly with an old rival, the opposing lawyer she now faces in court. Like, oh man. Someone hire me to write these movies, please. That's I my dream like job. That's my dream
0: job. Right? Although, um i'm really trying with rom-com pods although um yeah i was gonna say i I have heard that hallmark has like rules that i don't think that i could abide by like you can only kiss in the last scene because things can't escalate because it needs to stay family friendly where i'm like bone bone
2: bone (sighs) yeah i mean that does make sense they're also maybe that's what works because you're like you keep watching because you're like i guess so we Something also, has to happen.
0: We watched this Hallmark movie last year. We, we went on Hallmark's podcast and it was called Checking In to Christmas about families who <laughs> own rival inns. And um, the lengths that they went to to avoid showing people drinking alcohol was astonishing. Like they oh. were at a bar and he's like, let me get you a cup of cocoa. And it was like, this is a dive bar. Like, why do they have cocoa at this dive bar? <laughs>
2: Like, can you imagine going to like McSorley's and being like, "I'll have a cocoa, please. I'll have a hot chocolate, please. A virgin hot chocolate." <laughs> um,
0: <sighs> yeah. So have I don't you guys know seen that Virgin I'm fit River. For-
2: yeah, I loved That's it. Another.
0: I loved it. That I, I was obsessed. That has good fall vibes. I I couldn't get
2: into Sweet Magnolias. It was too saccharine. I, I watched that, but it like. I was like, I don't understand why I keep watching this, but I, I can't physically stop myself at all. And then I was like really invested at the cliffhanger at the end of the season. Also didn't understand why, but not really fall vibes, but similar. To it's cozy. Bird. It's like cozy vibes. That type of yeah. show.
1: Yeah. I see yeah. what you
2: mean. I think that's the the overriding theme of fall that I like is that it feels just very like safe and warm. And it's pro- I just like being home and being a homebody and I think that's like everything fall and that's probably why I connect with it so much but
0: important question (laughs) yes fuck Mary, kill pumpkins apple picking
2: or long drives to see leaves change all right okay so right off the bat I'm killing apple picking like I think we've had enough apple picking like apples aren't that good like have you had a mushy apple yeah that I've had put a bad you off apple. apples forever oh, bad apple. <laughs> um yeah I'm not a, I'm not an apple picking person I don't think I've ever actually been apple picking so I don't know how I should make that call but anyway I'm killing it apple picking is um, great and then you just you're like why do I have seven pounds of apples now <laughs> yeah I don't ever and, use like, them you have to eat them Within, I think I read you can freeze them, but like literally, who is freezing apples? No one. Like like my freezer can hold one apple. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's not happening. What
1: a disappointing freezer! Like, where does your ice cream go? Nope, it's full of apples. I prioritize the ice cream
2: and also the ice because I don't have an ice maker. But yeah, same.
0: (sighs) Okay, so kill apple picking.
2: Okay, kill apple picking and pie. I don't really care about. I'm not a pie person. I think pie is overrated. Um, I will say. I feel like I touched on this, but long drives to see leaves change. I feel like there's something sort of erotic about that. Like Ooh. there's something, I think it's pretty sexy. Like you're in the car, you're listening to like good music. You don't have to do anything. You're just sitting there and just enjoying the experience. <laughs> this is getting a little too graphic. I didn't expect it to go down this path, but. I'm um, unsure whether this means that like in bed, <laughs> you're just like,
0: I like to lay here or whether you're giving Jake hand jobs in the car. It could be either. You don't need to tell me.
2: Neither of those is what I was going for. What I mean is it's just an enjoyable, stress-free experience. And you don't get sick of it.
1: Yeah. You're going to fuck the the drives.
2: Yes. And then pumpkin spice pumpkins. Yeah, I feel like I would marry it. Like, I feel like it's reliable. It's consistent. It's versatile. Versatile. There's
1: lots of ways to do it.
2: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. What about you guys?
1: um i'm definitely killing pumpkins no i'm gonna kill apple picking too
2: thank you i'm gonna maybe i
1: I guess maybe i'll fuck the pumpkins because i'll like have one pumpkin spice latte like every 10 years um okay and then i'm gonna marry (laughs) long drives Mm. as long as i'm not driving because i don't drive okay i'm
0: going to kill pumpkins i'm going to fuck apple picking And I'm going to marry long drives to see leaves change. I'm really desperate to get out of the city right now. I'm real stir crazy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, I even sitting in traffic watching the leaves the other day, I was like, this is the best thing ever. Of course, I wasn't driving, which is also (laughs) probably helps. But yeah, maybe I would switch mine up. I don't know. I've been influenced. Maybe I do want to marry long drives. We can have All a sister I know is wife what I thing. I want to kill apple. Pick. <laughs> I want to kill apple picking. That's okay. the only thing I know for sure.
0: Have you ever? The best part about apple picking is definitely apple cider donuts, which o- are only available at apple orchards, oh, in my experience.
1: And apple cider ha- donuts are I delicious. Had, I don't like them. I don't really like donuts
2: though, unless they're like warm, fresh out of the oven.
0: Which most I of have them had are a warm oh, apple really? cider
2: donut, and it is. I mean, it is pretty good, especially in coffee. Okay. That it, I would marry.
1: Is it like a, a cakey, like, heavier yeah. donut or is it like the light, fluffy donut? No, it's like a cakey donut. Oh, I don't like the cakey ones. I just like the light, fluffy donuts. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm the opposite. I can't do a light, fluffy – like
2: a Krispy Kreme? Oh. No, thank you.
1: We went to the Finger Lakes and we stopped at Krispy Kreme and my I got my niece, uh, who's almost two, a, a Krispy Kreme donut. My sister mar- wanted to murder me and I had a Krispy Kreme donut and it was amazing. It was warm and gooey and really light and fluffy oh so good
2: yeah. interesting yeah
1: maybe we have to- you'll have
2: to have an apple cider donut and report back maybe oh, you'll be so you'll good. be changed forever
1: no i've had it i don't like it
2: your eyes will be okay no never mind <laughs> i'm killing it <laughs> i you know what i used to be really into though the hot caramel apple cider at starbucks back in the day before i even drank coffee it, like i've never had that. I, i'm sure it's like just a cup of literally like sugar up to the top but You've never had it. I don't no. know if they make it anymore.
1: I, I might be showing my age. I used to love the apple cider at the Union Square Farmers Market. Like, mm. just like grab a cup of that and walk around and like buy like vegetables and cheese and things.
0: I like the hard pretzels. That's from a the perfect Union fall day right there, Farmers Market.
1: We're gonna switch gears and just talk a little bit about candles. This is the <laughs> first. I, it's not really switching gears, but I don't know. Have you guys? This heard is the of first time we've had leaves. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we've had a section of the podcast dedicated to candles. So I we it's few a more candles. I feel like we answered most of the listener candle questions just in this conversation. But what would you say your favorite Bath and Body Works candle is by each season? Okay. Are you um, only a candle well,
2: person in the fall or is it year round? I mean, I'm... I'm more intense about it in the fall and winter, probably just because I'm home more. But then again, I'm home pretty much always now. So, you know, all through summer, I'm burning candles. But for fall, obviously, leaves um, or sweet cinnamon pumpkin. This is another another great one. Um, Winter, I love a balsam-scented candle. Yes. Thousands of them, like just all of them everywhere. I love them. My Um, friend gave
1: me the Fraser fir candle, and I loved it. I like yes.
2: Brooklyn Candle Company
0: has one called Christmas tree and it's great.
2: Anything Christmas tree scented, pine scented, whatever. I'm not really great with trees. But <laughs> you know what I mean? The the balsam Christmas, it's amazing. Um spring I don't I don't I'm not really into like heavy floral scents or I basically like I'll do like a fresh linen candle. I think Bath and Body Works has one of those. Um and then I also just like a straight-up vanilla bean. They have one, pretty yeah. classic. Um, and yeah, I don't know. what are, You're the spring and summer people. Tell me your candle recommendations for those seasons. I mean, I don't
0: know Bath & Body Works, but I feel like bays, like a, a diptyque bays, is like very spring to me.
1: Yeah. I burn like the same scent all year round. Like I do like an orange blossom candle from time to time, and I can't think of one Ooh. that I like. Melanin Goetz makes a really nice tomato
2: leaves candle for summer. Oh, that's what, that smells like sounds like it would be fresh and yeah, nice.
1: It's like earthy but still like fresh for summer. Because usually I just burn the Maison Louis Marie number four candle like all the time. It's my
2: favorite candle. So my question is, do you get used to the scent? No,
1: because I don't like. Well, I also will always have other things. Like I'll just get a candle in a gift bag and I'll burn that and take a break from my candle that I bought with my own money. So. Are you a
2: um? burn multiple scents at one time person or just one at a time people don't like when the scents mix sometimes
1: i usually have one burning in my living room and one in the kitchen so i'll do different there because they don't really mingle that way
0: somebody wanted to know is the palo santo candle legit i assume this is a bath
2: and body works question no i think i think that's the um what's that fancy hipster candle brand that do you mean lilabo yes that, i think it's that one. I oh, it not the lilabo palo santo candle isn't good i've smelled it i had it i don't i had i don't i'm not a fancy candle like i don't i'm sure it's great i'm really not picky that's the bottom line i will accept any candle thrown at me most important question of the episode perhaps
0: will you do a bath and body works holiday candle tipsy review when they come out I yeah I believe it's my duty now to carry on and we also need Jake. This to be thank a god I feel like I need Jake's reaction to any new Bath and Body Works candle
2: releases Jake is so funny because it literally is like he wants nothing to do with social media I'll be like did you see that meme I saw you and he's like I don't check Instagram messages like he has no idea what's going on he like doesn't know how to tag like people or anything and then suddenly he just is like it's showtime! Like I'm ready to go. With he's looking at me from up there right now. <laughs> he could be a real he's, star. He's yeah. He enjoys it. And then he's like, "Oh, what do you mean? This many people watch the story? Like he gets freaked out." And I'm like, "This is this is you. You caused this." I yeah. feel
0: like if my computer wasn't about to die, we should have done like a B side with Jake, ten minute bonus episode, <laughs> yes. and asked him the same questions.
1: Yes, we should have had you guys uh, on together.
2: Maybe uh, for a follow up. Next time. I'm sure yeah. people are really gonna have a lot of questions about my fall afternoons and <laughs> just like what does my fall evening look like? So there's there's
0: literally hundreds of questions that got left off. Yeah. About other fall things. So people yeah. have no shortage of fall
2: questions for you. Well, you know where to find me. You've fulfilled our
0: wildest fall fantasies.
1: Yeah, you've been such I feel a like good
2: guest. This is like you should submit this to Bath and Body Works and be like, this could be an ad for leaves. <laughs> If yeah. If you nothing else, you I
0: bought leaves spot? on the air. <laughs> yeah. Did you buy flannel too? Yes, I bought you flannel. Great. I didn't have time to shop around, so I just yeah. bought those. Okay.
1: But wait, I hope Olivia. You like them. Guess what you get? You get a desperation what? minute. The people. I feel like the people know you, but tell the people what they can do, where they can find you,
2: where they can follow you, the whole thing. Um, at Olivia Mentor. M-U-E-N-T-E-R. <laughs>
1: yes, it's spelled um, the U.
2: Spelled like the cheese, but not with the S. Um, but you can call me Olivia Munster if you want. I respond <laughs> to that as well. Um, and oliviamentor.com. That's pretty much all the places. Um, if you Google my name, you'll find all my articles. And I just recently wrote one test where I tested like 50 fall candles and wrote about all of them. So oh, might be a little more eloquent. I don't know if it's actually published yet, but... That's on birdie.com. But, great.
0: And do you yeah. have your your Bath and Body Works fall candle review saved as a highlight?
2: Oh, I do. I, I think do.
0: I would recommend if you are new to Olivia, if you've listened to this episode and you need – like, that should be your entry point.
2: Absolutely. I feel like people are going to gather this. Like, she drinks a significant amount and she likes candles. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I nothing. Nothing. I'm-
1: this was so much fun. Thank you again <laughs> for being such a great guest. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Uh, well, Grace, shall we get into some end matter? Yeah, but like we need to have Olivia back for Christmas candles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, We'll see. I mean, the jury's out. I haven't gotten leaves yet.
1: So once I get leaves, we'll see if she's full of smoke or... I have a lot of faith in flannel. I don't think I'm going to like leaves, but I want it anyway. I think I might really like leaves. I don't know. The apple thing is throwing me. I have an apple candle that I love. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway. What are you obsessed with on Instagram? Okay, so these are two amazing accounts that I think a lot of you will enjoy. So over um, last weekend, I did a Q&A on my Instagram, and someone was like, can you please recommend more influencers that don't have kids? So I recommended as many as I could think of, but a lot of them I know want kids. They just don't have them yet. So I had two recommendations from readers and the first one was rich auntie supreme and this is started by rachel cargill it is it's great it's just like really embracing the aunt life and the community there the comments on the grid posts are amazing like i lost like well over half an hour just reading the comments like there was this post there was a thread about um dating when you don't want kids and i just really related to it because a lot of men that i meet do want kids and i don't so that um that was just like very, very relatable and comforting to me to see. The other one is a more funny account and that one is called Drunk Aunt Overseas. So the this week's Instagram obsessions is dedicated to those of us who aspire to be cool aunts, which is me, um, and um, don't want kids, which is also me.
0: I checked out Rich auntie overseas
1: and I thought that one was really it, funny. It was so funny. I just the there was a um a child free bingo and it was literally I've been told all of those things like twenty five times by well well meaning like adults, like people I mean we're adults too, but like people my parents' age by ex boyfriends, like the the gamut. So I just was like, Oh my god, I feel seen. What about you?
0: So I looked at my Instagram to see who I followed since Last since we recorded for last week. And I haven't been following that many people lately. But it just so happens. So I followed this woman. Her name is Mary Alice Farina. And she is one of Rachel's best friends. Oh, I and, followed her at dinner. Yeah. And she also is like a comedy person and has been doing a lot of viral comedy videos. Um, so her Instagram is M-A Farina, F-A-R-I-N-A. And you might have seen she did this video about wearing masks where she was Meryl Streep from Dead Wars Prada. Yes. It was so funny. And she's just had a bunch of really funny videos. So I followed her because we're like second degree friends. But I also think you would like following her because she's really funny. She's
1: hilarious. I love the the Meryl Streep one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why can't I think of her character's name?
1: Miranda Priestly. Miranda
0: Priestly. Oh, yeah. that just like was not coming to yeah. me.
1: What about on non-Instagram obsessions? Oh, I have a good one. So I, um my massage therapist, like I've always had problems with my neck. Like I have like a forward head, I think it's called, where your cervical spine just is like pushes your head forward. And I've always had neck and shoulder problems. And so first of all, if you live in Williamsburg, I'm telling you a really big secret. Jennifer at Press Massage is amazing. She only works – Wednesdays and Sundays, so she fills up really quickly, but she's the best massage therapist ever. Um, and she told me that I should get a neck hammock. And what it does is, so I did a lot of research and I found the one that Gwyneth Paltrow got her team for Christmas, because obviously you gotta do what Gwyneth does. Um, I know people hate her, but I do I do find her recommendations to be really strong. And it goes on the back of your doorknob and you kind of just lay on the floor and float, let your f- head float back and it takes off all the pressure on your neck and just allows your, like your traps and your neck and your head muscles to really relax. And then you get like a weird, really good stretch and it also helps promote circulation. And I know this sounds like such a weird gadget, but what I've been doing is, so you know, like every day I do my Melissa Wood and then I usually meditate. So what I've been doing is I – meditate while i'm in the neck hammock and it is lovely okay so i saw this
0: on your story and i mean i don't want to like lay down on your floor right now but it looks great like i i feel like pulling my neck into alignment would just be like the best
1: it feels so good the other weird i love
0: when you get a massage and they like you know how they like they pull
1: your neck up and then out and yeah but they like like,
0: hold your neck for you yeah
1: i love that that's what this is like (sighs) oh It's great. I've done it every day since I got it.
0: Can you find a way to do it and watch TV at the same time?
1: You could, but I don't have a door near enough to my TV because you have to put it on a door handle uh, or a pole. Because
0: I feel like that would be the ultimate setup.
1: Oh, yeah. But you're not supposed to use it for more than 10 minutes. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's. I highly recommend this. I love it so much. I put it in – so today is Wednesday. I put it in Monday's blog post. It's great. Amazing. How about you?
0: I have two. I don't I haven't bought anything in the past week, I don't think, other than books. Um, so obviously I couldn't go an episode without talking about my Soul Cycle bike. So I discovered a new Soul Cycle instructor who I'm obsessed with. His name is Mike Press. And that reminds me, I have to follow him on Instagram. Um, I don't know. I feel like part of what I like about SoulCycle is like stalking instructors. That sounds so creepy. But I just like like finding new instructors that I like and following them and like I don't know, getting to know them. So I have a new soul cycle obsession. And then I've also been obsessed with making vodka sauce at home. And I'm going to tell you a secret.
1: Is it Grossi's recipe? It's not.
0: <gasps> Adrian, if you were listening, you can't tell him. Don't tell him. So who's Adrian? His dad's girlfriend's daughter. Who, who listens to our podcast? Okay, So I have made it, and it's wonderful, but it calls for so much cream and so much oil. and it makes me feel, do you ever cook something and you know you're like making it and you know how bad it is for you? And you're like, Ugh. yeah <laughs> like, this makes me feel not great, even not eating it, just being like,
1: I I wonder if there's a vodka recipe that's similar to the Oshi Glows soup that I love where you could use cashew cream instead of heavy cream.
0: Well, I'm allergic to that. So not for me. Not for you. However, I have been making this other recipe from a blog called Grilled Cheese Social that uses much less cream. And uh, instead of – I think his has like eight tablespoons of oil in it. It uses like two tablespoons of butter. Um, And I I kind of – it's creamy enough for me. So I've been getting really into making at home vodka sauce, which is a delightful and caloric unlock going into the winter. Ooh, but yeah. I made it for Rachel and I on Saturday night. We were doing some work and she she was over and she was like, Do you wanna get takeout? And I was like, No, I'll just whip up some vodka sauce. Oh my god. It was delicious. It's so good. I'm just it it's like my at home obsession the same way that I got really obsessed with making Carbonara. Like yeah. now it's been replaced.
1: Okay. What about reading?
0: Um, so I'm so boring. So I have only been reading I've only been reading screenwriting books because we're gonna start writing romcom pod season three in the next week or so. And so I had bought a bunch that I haven't read yet, so I've been reading those, which are probably aren't really applicable to most people, but I'll tell you what they are in case you're interested. So I read this book called Save the Cat Strikes Back save the cat is the screenwriting book which has probably been the most helpful
1: to us you mentioned that a few like i don't know in january
0: yeah it's been the most helpful to us in learning to write so this is like the third book that is like kind of peripheral to it anyway so read that i'm reading screenplay by sid field which is like held up as the ultimate book on screenwriting like theory so it's Good. It's really dense, but I guess it's like 101 that you read when you go to film school. So, I'm reading that and then I'm reading this book called Making a Good Script Great, which is also very helpful. So, I've just been like reading work stuff. Yeah. But I intend to start the new Colleen Hoover
1: book that you gave me, Heartbones. Yes. Um I so I saw that did you she has another one coming out in December? And they sent me that.
0: What is she doing? I don't know. She's just churning them out. She's
1: been quarantined. She's just writing. Wow. Okay, what are you reading? Because I'm very interested in one of these. Okay, so I read Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bordy, and I feel like I've talked about it the past two episodes. It was the divine. I just – I love him so much. I love food so much. I love restaurants so much. It was one of his memoirs um, written mostly about the restaurant industry, and I can't recommend it enough if you love food memoirs. So that – then i read the girl with the louding voice by abby duray i hope i said her name properly but this one i read this in a day and i had thought that it was going to be a much heavier read um because it is about this girl um and what's crazy is that when i started reading it i thought that it was set much further back in time but it was actually it actually took place um it was set in 2014 this girl grows up in Nigeria and she is living in a really small rural village and her father sells her for basically like some beans and rice to a much older man in um in the village. And so he is a taxi cab driver and she is his third wife. So something terrible happens. I won't tell you what, but that leads to her ending up being sold as a servant to a rich family in Lagos. Lagos is the largest city in Nigeria. What happens from there is, it's really sad, but it's also really inspiring because let's just say that all she wants is an education and she fights for that. And I will say that the book is really, really sad. And um, Jenna Bush Hager had it as one of her book picks and she put it really well. She said, it breaks your heart into a million little pieces, but then puts it right back together again. So I loved this book and highly recommend it. It was probably one of the best books I read this month. Oh, wow. Then last night, so I'm only about 70 pages in, I started Cobble Hill by Cecily Zessiger. This is what I'm
0: interested in, not to diminish the other book, which also sounds great, but my inner – gossip girl fanatic wants to know about this
1: so this is about grown-ups living in cobble hill and it's right now it's really surrounding around the plot around their children and their school and i have to tell you i'm not really interested in any of it but i think that it gets a little bit juicier at some point i think it's just in the build-up stage there's like all these different couples and different stages of their life one of them is a famous writer one of them is an ex-band person his wife is an ex-groupie, so I'm like into it, but I'm just like, what's happening? I feel bored. I don't wanna like read about this like school. I'm like, is there gonna be something salacious? What's gonna happen next? So I'm still at the beginning stages of it. Right now it reminds me a little bit of a Leanne Moriarty book like um Big Little Lies or What Alice Forgot.
0: Um, I read somewhere that it's kind of like a grown up gossip girl. Do you think that's true?
1: I don't know because I guess it could be, but I really need to read more before I could say that. I don't think so, because like, I guess a little bit like people were DMing me and they were like, there was this one character, the X band person, and they're like, he's Rufus. And then they're like, and this person's Lily. I was like, that feels like a stretch, but maybe. Well, if it ends up getting a good review from you, then I would like it next. If
0: you're looking for something to read and none of those struck your fancy, I would like to highly endorse our October book club pick, which is You Had Me at Ola by Alexis Daria. It's a contemporary romance, and it is set on the set of a telenovela. So um, it's about an actress who's starring in this like Netflix-style popular telenovela, and they bring in this guy who's a... a Soap actor from Miami to star opposite her. And it's like a very will they or won't they romance. Um, it, it's one of those romances that has a lot more perspective, uh, kind of a la Jasmine Guillory or uh, Alicia Rye. Um, and I enjoyed it so much. And it was just such a unique setting. And I haven't read anything like it ever. So I was very excited. And I'm so excited to discuss it. So we'll be talking about that the last Wednesday
1: in October. Can't wait.
0: And if you'd like even more of us, you can follow us on Instagram at Bad on Paper Podcast. You can use our GIF GIFs, which I still don't know how to say. It's a GIF, but you just like calling it a GIF. Yep. You can join our Facebook group or you can follow me on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman. You can send me if you have questions for Grace. I'm going to interview her next week. And please, please, please download and subscribe to Romcom Pod Season 2 is out now. And Grace is also online. Where are you? Sorry. We'll uh, <laughs> just let
1: you be the star. I'm stressed. You can find me at Grace Atwood. I My career is a blogger, Instagrammer if you're new here. And um, my blog is thestripe.com. I post new content there every single day. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.